The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, boy. Good morning. <laughs> we got to hit the reset button. Yeah, no, Mike, nothing there. John Holmberg will not make it in this morning. Breaking news. I don't get it. I don't get who touches stuff on Sundays. I don't get it. And the one time I don't test is the... You watch me test every, that morning. every morning, and I didn't do it today. Every time I don't test it, it doesn't work. Mike's broke, everybody. I'm that's that Toledo's mic works, though. That's right. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's been true for years. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's 546 now while we work through this nightmare. Uh, my name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere, and it is officially the morning sickness. I hate this that this isn't on. I don't know what happens. Hang on. It's one. I know it's all blinking like Studio 54 on the bo- on the board there. That is wild. It's the only one that does it. It's the only one that does it. How about this? Hello? Nope. <laughs> I got to lean over. I can barely move one side of my, basically a stroke victim trying to do this, but that's all right. I'll, I'll get through it. We got her all figured out now. Anyway, hopefully everybody had a lovely weekend. My week's starting off just great. Just, I'm having the worst morning of everyone in the room. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, there's nobody in this room that can tell a story worse than what I'm going through right now. That's for sure, without a doubt. Anyway, what are you going to do? Brady, how's you, how are you? Oh, I got a call this morning, 345. Was so it about the mics? Um, You know what? In, in, in the proper fashion, could we have the Tonight Show? Music oh, game. hang on a second. Uh-oh. Damn me one minute. I want to bring him in because I know I know this person would appreciate this. Okay. Wow. This person would appreciate this. I don't know what's happening yet. Evidently, Jimmy Fallon's going. It's not for Ted Kaczynski. We lost uh, the Unabomber. No, not the Unabomber. Still. I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about. A legend. About. I don't know what you're talking about or what's about to happen. Jimmy Fallon being here doesn't change a thing. This mic situation is the single worst thing that's happened to anybody in this room. Come on in, Jimmy. Oh my God, it's so great to be here. Hey. It's so good to be here. Hey. Oh my God, hey, Brett, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? It's Jimmy Fallon here from the Tank Show. Hang on, Brett. I don't know if you guys saw this weekend. Great, huge uh, repeat of Jimmy Fallon's password. It was with Megan Trainer. Pretty crazy, but it was amazing. <laughs> it's the worst. The password was 
Boobies. Oh my god. We're still like cutting edge. Such a cutting edge thing. Ted Kaczynski died. <laughs> oh. Unabomber killed himself. Man. Suicide. John's Mike died. I just saw that this morning John's Mike died. Oh yeah, Brady? Yeah. Your dad's no longer with us. He's anyway, here. just thought I'd throw he that bomb at you. Thanks, uh, Jimmy. Bomb. I thought I'd throw that at you. Brady, get out of here. I'm not the dick who wanted to do this. Brady said do it. <laughs> okay, so there it is. I gotta go. I gotta go. Ah. Sorry. Jimmy's That's right. It's Brady true. hits me with that this morning. Wow. Oh. Now we gotta stare at him all morning long. Yeah, if it gets too uncomfortable for you guys, I mean, I'm... Well, I'm, look, I mean... It's uncomfortable. He's already, already. dealing got, with issues. I gotta deal here. with my own thing, and I got you tagging. Can 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 I just have a moment, please, Brady? Without you, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hopping. Well, first and foremost, we're very sorry. Uh, the great Tort Bogan has uh, left us, but you uh, about a week ago were there, maybe longer, two weeks. It ago, was right? it was uh, one week, you know, ago yesterday. Yeah. That oh, left. that's right. It was a week ago yesterday, and uh, and we told him. Not a week ago. It Do was. your job. It was what a week ago Sunday. Now. No, it was uh, a week ago Sunday. I thought you went on Memorial Day. You went the weekend after. Yeah. Oh, okay. The weekend of your surgery. Oh, that's right. I don't know what. I was on heroin. I don't know what days or what. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So I left uh, last Sunday knowing, you know, talked about that, you know, getting on that plane. I'm like, well, the next time I'm going to be going back. Yeah. We'll be so, And we basically felt like uh, as a family, my brother's and my brother and sister and I sat down and said, all right, Torp, it's time. It's okay. You can go. Yeah, you Everything go. will be okay. You, you've lived a great life. Do it. And sure enough, um, I have to say, hospice is uh, amazing. It's an incredible thing. It really is. I watched it with uh, t- uh, two different people's grandparents. And it's flat out unreal. And again, those people that they're there are they're either sadistic or they're built different, uh, yeah. some, or both. But yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear. Brady hit Thank me with that when I first wandered oh, man, in. I'm, I'm like, go away, too, yeah. get out of here. And he's like, nah, let's have Jimmy in. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow, this guy, those rose-colored we glasses, do it for are everyone else, kicking ass. It's true. You never know whose son or daughter may be listening when we bring Jimmy in to announce. But I, it is a better way to do it. Because he is the happiest man alive for no reason whatsoever, sure. alcohol. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, when he says something like that, a goodbye to somebody else. Yeah, but you you, you got lucky enough to have your your tip of the cap I moment, just, your goodbye. And- yeah, I mean, and and I think being prepared for the last year helped. But, again, you know, I know I'm sure when I go back, I, I leave oh, on Sunday. It's a disaster. And there's no shame in that. You yeah. should be. Yeah, you should absolutely collapse in your own... Uh, well, I Puddle. think I kind of I, I I did that. Yeah, you're gonna almost do it again. a week. Or, it'll happen You'll again. Do it. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah you can't help it. You have you think you're all oh I've got this figured out. Yeah, yeah, you won't. Yeah. And I'm not worried about it if I uh, you know just it's do like it. A, yep, ain't no shame. Ain't no shame crying in the rain. There's nothing wrong with that. It's uh, normal. But yeah, sorry. You to feel hear. you feel uh, you know I guess say fortunate or whatever to be able to have it work out that way. Oh, it's a, you know, it's talking a movie. With, friends that you know i can only imagine man you know brett yours was different yeah and i talked to multiple people that like man you don't know how you got to you know just sitting down that last uh, a week ago sunday yeah. doing what you did M- majority of people say the parents were not uh mentally there right or they were going through dementia and all right. that stuff my parents you haven't known me it. for two years yeah i've heard that a lot but you were you were recognized and had a, a- cohesive conversation yeah. and got to say goodbye which is 
unheard of. Again, it's big fish. We it's it was a great it's a great that's a great ending, a great story, you know. And you've got a few in your family where you're you know, one grandpa died in a bowl of cereal or something, and yep. then the other one died in a sand trap playing golf and that's right, he died. Oh, in a, he, didn't, he wasn't all the way in. The heart just, just stopped. Face. He made his <laughs> breakfast. into his Cheerios. He didn't have that big a bowl. If you, I see Brett's, Brett's brains, the gerbil started working. I'm like, whoa. He's doing it in a bowl of cereal. <laughs> Most likely special K. Was he a Fruit Loop? That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Is that what a code is? The Brady's granddad died of the AIDS? No, no. He, he was a really literally bubbled up in some cereal. Yeah, my grandma had that, uh, you know, her... her Husband of a billion years, uh, dementia for or, or Alzheimer's for fourteen and a half years. Nobody got to say goodbye. You don't know when his last thoughts are. You know, he just kind of hung around for years. So it's no fun that way. And you just hope that you get something as nice as what you had. So, and one of the again, I say this without you know hyperbole or the situation. One of the greatest people I've ever known in my life. Your dad was just a kind. It made a room better every time he was in it. So you know. Yeah, now he's doing whatever it is you do. So good for you and your family. And now that's all bleh, the bleh, It's a relief the, the for my mom yeah, and I'm for sure. And more, you know, as much as I can say, I'm, I am happy for my dad. However, it would be fantastic for ratings and otherwise. Have, you'd start blubbering and maybe rolling around. A I'm little. trying. Yeah, I don't think you've got it in you. <laughs> Cold hearted prick. I mean, I'm getting a little weepy. In this he guy. brought Jimmy in for God's sake. He told me to do it. I don't know. Maybe we should bring Jimmy in. I'm like, it's your dad. It's dead. your father. <laughs> yeah, but he's, you know. He'd love it. Would he? It's what he yeah. would have. Is it what he would have wanted? Put in a Jimmy sure. Fallon. Does he even know Jimmy Fallon is? Was he aware of the. You could have done Johnny. Maybe we should <laughs> do it. You would know Johnny. <laughs> we can if you'd like. It's, uh, I'm not so sure if. No, let me back. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know Torp. I did not know that. Torp is dead. You haven't seen him yet? Uh, for everyone in the room whose father is still alive, uh, please step forward. Not so fast, Brady. <laughs> Toledo, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I, uh, sorry to hear it. And, uh, I didn't know the man, but I assume he was decent. Uh, for uh, still staying with your mother after a bulbous baby like you came out. <laughs> uh, Karnak says, sis, boom, gone. <laughs> sis, boom, gone. Sis, boom, gone. <laughs> yes. That up. What is the sound Torp makes when he lights a firecracker at 3.45 in the morning? Hey-oh! Hey-oh! <laughs> there we go. There. I, uh, good night. Good night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow night. More to come. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> I mean, look at this guy all morning long. That's good. By the way, my mic works again. Everything's better. What was the button? I, nothing. I didn't touch a thing. It just kind of re, it just re- resurrected itself. You, it just did. You just saw me reach yeah. over and tap it, and it started working again. So we're all, we're all right. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Nobody touched a thing. It's the ghost in the machine. Maybe Torp is here, effing with stuff. I don't buy into that. And hopefully you don't either, Brad. I hope you don't start seeing things and start saying, like, you know, if something falls off a that shelf, you're, down. you're dead. I always wonder what people say that about, like, oh, there's a, a plate fell off the table and we know it was him. I'm like, why would he start wrecking your stuff? Why did he just show, just to show you he's here? Just just reveal yourself right on the fridge. Hi, I'm Torp. I, I, I never understood why ghosts have to come back and ruin something. Or just randomly move objects. Send a bouquet of flowers. Do something weird. Have your name on it. But, yeah, uh, just, I don't think that's healthy for anybody to start seeing plates flying around the house. Like no. Poltergeist and all that. Did you do that when your mom passed? Did you start seeing things and going, oh, she's she's moving my furniture? No, no. <laughs> I was just more worried she'd catch me tugging or something yeah. like that. I'm oh, like, and that's no, the thing. She's that. watching now. So it's looking down on you, Brady. <laughs> you still so. think about that? Uh, absolutely. I'm you like, can't ah. help it. Okay, girl and dryer, girl and dryer, girl and dryer. <laughs> yeah, girl stuck in the dryer. Mom doesn't care. Mom would appreciate a girl that that's domestic. Yes. Is that a Maytag? <laughs> yeah. You looking at your thumb after it slips through the toilet paper or whatever. <laughs> oh, oh, God, he smelled it. <laughs> I don't want to see him anymore. I'm not looking down on him anymore. If that's the case, he's going to say that a lot. Yeah, just the, <laughs> this toilet paper is good ridges, but you blow right through it. Index finger and thumb. I don't even know how I did that. What's my thumb doing in there? Anyway, well, I'm sorry to hear it, Brady, but uh, you're a well-adjusted young man, and this is, I think you're going to be okay. And to Torp, uh, to your whole family, you know, that's no fun. Yeah. So, yuck. So thanks for bringing the whole show down for yeah, the second time you're welcome. in about five days. You did it last week to start the week, and you're doing it again. What's next? That's what I ask. What What more can you bring to the party on a on a first day back? Jeez, there's so much more I can bring to the party. Yeah, there is. You really you could step up your game without all this maudlin nonsense that you keep dragging in here. Anyway, well, that was your weekend, and it did you? And you didn't know, like you know, just, the, you, the weekend opened up so strong too because on Friday night, um, had a bunch of ronnie's relatives in town so being uh norwegian being vikings and uh wisconsinites yeah we had a fish fry friday Ugh. why well that's where it was one of the people that we Ugh. went with were owned the place norwegian food's the worst what'd you have that salty lutefisk no the- we had a grumakaka uh, wow. yeah it's named appropriately <laughs> it's basically an ice cream cone it's a, a pastry fish? No. Oh, good. It's like they call it a uh, groom caca. You got to be saying that wrong. He's, no. Uh, Went over it they numerous be, times. Did you Google it? I go, that sounds delicious. Yeah. You'd like the groom caca. No, I don't think I would. It's an ice cream cone of what? It's kind of like, yeah, you put it in a waffle iron and then you roll it up like an ice cream cone. So there's a bunch of these. It's a taco chaco. So you, well, he you knows can't help. I know about that. It is without, the, uh, without the chocolate. Oh. So it's just the cone part, and you can, you know, you take it, it's and you can naturally cone? just go, It's a little whistle? No, but you can't help do the Viking horn, because it's got a little horn. <laughs> yes, we you noticed. Can. You could help. And then skull, and then you crunch it <laughs> no, down. No, you could help. 
you could not do it at all. You could help. So all these Norwegians so anyway, celebrating Norway. Yeah, it, well, and they're Sweden. not all. There's just like three or four that were Vikings, and then the rest were from Wisconsin. <laughs> and area. celebrating just what? It was a family get-together. They haven't been together for years. And and finally, you know, and Ronnie hadn't seen her cousins. and Ronnie has more family than, than any, know, anyone in the I world. Know. For someone who, when I first met her, said, I have no family. It's a credible amount of family she's got. They're from everywhere. Well, one of her aunts... After uh, she was the host, and um, after about four glasses of white wine, oh, here we go. That we saw comes the top. We know she pre-party too. <laughs> oh boy, what happened? She's a as sharp as can be at uh, almost ninety years old. Okay. Um, Did you say here comes the top, Brett? Yeah, I was waiting for the, the yeah. top came mm-hmm. on. I said they, they did a thing where you had to stand up and tell something that you don't. That we don't know about you. Oh, skeleton in the closet game. Yeah. So I told her at the end of you, you know, I almost said this. I almost said, you know, I had a Salvador Dolly for a week. Yes. Tell the Dolly story. Oh, you should have. Well, you know what? Don't worry about that, honey. (laughs) You're getting it back. Ah, Was it her? You're getting it back. They're giving you the Salvador Dolly back? For whatever it's worth, whether it's the wine speaking or whatever, she's like the old lady as that soon took as it. I find it. Oh, so wait, the old lady that demanded it back yes. was there. Yes, that was family. Yes, I didn't know that part. Oh, glorious! That was just a friend. It's no. worse that the family pulled the old shifteroo on you with the dolly for payment. Well, it wasn't on me; it was on Ronnie. Still, though, it's, the, and, it's, and the, I, it's well, it was because of you. And she went back and she said it twice, but I don't. I, it's because it's like, of take you. Taking like a grain of salt. The dolly story happened at all? I was you, wondering. You trained Ronnie to be a barter queen, and you got robbed on one because eventually everybody gets robbed and bartered. Somebody feels that they got one up. The service didn't meet the price, and they gave you a Salvador Dali drawing accidentally for nail service. And the worst part that is she ain't got a balance trade. Well, for you, sure, I agree. And the worst is she's got to find it. She yeah. doesn't even know where it is. It was that yeah. important so, to get it back. Right. that happen. Yeah. Why don't you go over there and help her? Maybe that'll be the next that's move. Me. Hey, look, you said you're going to give me that Dali back. Glorious. You're that's good. That's good stuff. It's going to be like uh, the last scene in. Um, which one was it? Oh, the first Raiders. We'll go into this warehouse, and there's going to be crate yeah, after crate. Take it all next to the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, the Crystal Skull. We don't want that. We want the Dolly. Yeah, <laughs> I just stood up around that little circle and said, "I don't think anybody remembers me." I've, times I've been around your family before, but uh, I f- that nine year old lady in the dryer once. She didn't even remember it. And then I stole her dolly. So good luck finding it. <laughs> the one guy did stand up. He was like, what? It's like confession? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, weird. What a weird don't game. Don't talk about the duck. What Just, a uh, weird game to play around some fish ice cream. Yuck. Norwegians and their food. Forget it. My weekend was great. Here, Google this. I was uh, heroin started on uh, Friday uh, with the opioids for the pain from the surgery. And that's I'm weaning myself off of it. But I had a nice sleepy, lazy weekend, and I started to watch. Uh, there's a guy that goes back and forth with and me. And you're on. sling free. Yeah, I'm going sling free today. I'm just tired of it. Okay. I'm supposed to go for four more weeks, but I can't do this. This One week is plenty in a sling. Uh, uh, so I, uh, this guy that I go back and forth on weekends named Jose, he's a big boxing fan, and he emails or most of the time and tells me, like, here are the fights that I'd be paying attention to this weekend because I don't pay attention to upcoming stuff that's not big. 
and he knows like zone fights and everything else. So I'm like, cool, I'll go in the zone. I go on there on Saturday morning, and there's a girl named um, I forgot her name already. Uh, Shamika, is that it? Shamika Johnson. She's white, Brett. She's Australian, actually. I would have never guessed that. Oh, Shernaka. Shernaka oh, Johnson. Oh, Her name's Sugar Neeks. Sugar, All right, now I'm in again. Sugar yeah, Neeks, right? Now I'm in. So Sugar Neeks gets in the ring, and they showed her weigh-in. Google it. Uh, trying to find Google it. her. Uh, she weighed in in a bikini. And, I mean, you're like, what the? She's got big cans. She's, she's, right. she's hot. She's a smoke show. She's going up against this thing. That I would, you know, I would f- Brady before this thing. <laughs> and the thing is tough looking, but uh, Shernika Shuganeeks Johnson is a, uh, she's an Australian champion. She's got a couple of, I think she had the IBF belt. She, you know, she's got some, some juice under her, but in women's boxing, there's no depth at all. Like you can fight five girls that shouldn't be fighting and one of them holds a belt accidentally. There's like two good fighters in all of girl boxing. There she is at the way, and that's not even the same one. She wore a green one to the other one. This is just on her Instagram. Yeah, I mean that's her after a fight. She looks. She's got. She's all about body. That's not. That's not the best she's looked. So there's a couple of them where she's in a, a blue or a green bikini. I think there's the blue or that's baby blue. Yeah, that she's she's just shredded. That's her last fight weigh in. That one. Huh? And the new fight weigh in is. Uh, I mean, she's just ridiculously ripped so she shows up to this thing they show oh. her. yeah that's her she got a cut over her head in her last fight and in this one too but she's really like got she's built up yeah. i see that the judges are uh, a, a man from the uk a man from the united states and a man from australia and i'm like she's australian there's a man judge from all the guys are this is no way that Ugo's going to win. There, there was her entrance for uh, the fight uh, on Saturday. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself. So I look on FanDuel just for fun. She's a four to one underdog. She's paying like five hundred plus, and I'm like, if this goes to decision, and women don't knock each other out in boxing, they just scrap for twelve rounds every or eight or ten or whatever they put them in there. And I'm like, three man judges, they can't get rid of their. Like basic male instinct not to vote for the hot one and keep her, you know, keep that prize going forward. So if it goes the distance and it's not too crazy one sided, they're going to give her, ah, these dudes kept it all legit. And all of a sudden, boxing's legit. The pig won. And it was, you know, she did win the fight, but this is what you need to sell the sport. This stuff here, you can't get these horrible looking human beings. Nobody likes girl fighting because every, all the winners are ugly. She's a smoke show. Her boobs, she had side boob the whole fight. It was great. I'm like, how can three male judges leave their male instincts and actually judge a boxing match when you could have, you know. For the good of the. uh, For the good of the sport. Yeah. To get the hot ones out there, you know. But she'll be back. Well, I don't know. Eventually, these OnlyFans are going to take her. As long as she's in the dryer, I'm good. Yeah, she's going to get stuck in the dryer. (laughs) Getting her boxing gloves out of there. One of the strings got in there. She's got to get it. I mean, it was ridiculous. And she put, she can fight. She's not great. There's no such thing as, like, great girl fighters. And the reason why there's no great girl fighters is because they don't have great girl fighter opponents. It's Damn. very rare. The she UFC, got up in this shot. UFC has a couple. She gets headbutts. She's been headbutted her last two fights. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. But the UFC has good girl fighters because they're 
not really girls, I don't think. I don't have massive angry people. But she's cute. So I'm like, what are these dudes thinking? Like, this is how you sell girls' boxing. You get the hottest one. Where was her when the Expendables was? Yeah. She weighs in in a bikini. She looks like a billion dollars in it. I'm just just mad because dudes abandoned me. And especially the Australian guy. He could have been like, yeah, good day, love. I saw you didn't really win the fight, but I gave you a couple of rounds just on, you know, great set of and such. That's why I judged that one, 10-9. Nah, ended up losing a couple bucks on her, but. So much better than my people ran than that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I always thought. One of the reasons I like boxing is because sometimes that happens. You're like, well, clearly. And then they'd have to have some big controversy where you need female judges that won't base it off of uh, great, which is exactly what that would have been done. These dudes kept boxing legitimate for the first time, especially when you see the hot ones four to one underdog. Come on. Was that fight better than Conor McGregor's fight? No, when he beat up the Miami Heat mascot accidentally. I don't know what his, that was. It's promote his uh, injury spray. Yeah, he's got, yeah. And he, so he sprays the guy down, but he's already down. They had to drag him, him off. He punched him and knocked him out in the Miami Heat suit. Did you see They're the still punch? trying to, yeah, I did. Yeah. And then he went down and hit him again. Yeah. Whether or not it's the first one or well, the I second one. I think it was one. when his head hit the ground inside the so suit too. that the dude inside the suit was maybe asleep. And then Conor McGregor sprayed. Uh, what's the name? Flamer? I don't know. The Heat mascot. Uh, <laughs> with his, with I his, think it's T-I-D-L. Yeah, some sort of spray. And that didn't wake up and they drug his dead body off the court, which is kind of funny. But <laughs> whose idea was that? And Connor didn't pull that punch. That was like a real legitimate. I think he thought he was going to go over the top of the guy's head. I think he clocked him. And I don't think that guy was looking or could see it in the mascot outfit. It's hilarious. But, yeah. Anyway, if you want some uh, odd beat material today. Sugar Johnson, Sugar Neeks, Sher Nika, and she's got that Australian accent. I gave it me all. Oh, man. Show your... <laughs> Stop it. Misogyny. Yeah, yeah, that's what we like. That's why we're here. That's why we're here, lady. And you know it. That's why you weighed in in that thong. You look amazing. But I bet on her because of looks. And, of course, you can never bet on a woman with because of looks. That'll always disappoint you in the end. That's the, the song, Never Make a Pretty Woman Your Wife. Couldn't be more true. And also, never bet on one, because the, they'll only let you down in the end when they have to use their wits or, be, you know, you know something. They, when you're relying on looks the whole time, don't rely on her skill ever. Fact. Big, fat, ugly ladies win boxing matches. I've learned that the hard way. Back in the day, the... Uh Miss America and all that, it came down to the talent. and Right, exactly. You could lose it. That's kind of how I looked at it. It was like Miss America was always about, like, who's the hottest? They went through the charade of, you know, poise and congeniality. and Who looked the best in the dress? Who looked the best in the bikini? And then they didn't care about what your answers were. She dropped the baton about 15 times. Didn't matter. Who's got the best ass? Okay, she plays the fiddle. Congratulations. Good on you. You don't need that. So I figured that was the same as this. So the the boxing part's just a charade. It's a see if the if the hot girl doesn't get knocked out, we're going this way. Ah, they didn't. They kept it legit. Get the Italians back in. <laughs> Speaking of Italians in the ring, I don't know if you saw this, but Floyd Mayweather fought John Gotti the third last night. I heard it was coming up, but I didn't see it. And of course, because they were talking so violently back and forth, the referee stopped the fight. I can't. You guys, I can't take the trash talking anymore. It was getting, I think it was getting racist. I think, I think both sides were getting to the point where the referee said, that's enough, enough jawing. Floyd was doing his damage. And I don't know if you saw the ending, the entire crowd was in the ring at the end. It was a full out Italian mobster melee. 
I did not see John any Gatti, of it. John Gotti III and Floyd Mayweather in an exhibition match talked so violently. What did Money May get for this? I don't know. He's, it doesn't matter. He was winning easily. Like John Gotti III shouldn't be in there He gets him. to live. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know anymore. But they ta- he talked so much. The two of them went back and forth so much. The ref said, this isn't a fight anymore. This is now you two threatening each other. I'm worried about it's what's going to happen. And that's it. I, it. Yeah, it became the dozens. And at the end of the fight, here it is. At the end of the fight, the ref's trying to stop it because it's like you two. And, and then Gotti the third wouldn't stop fighting. And here we go. Floyd Money Mayweather's team's in there. They kind of surround Gotti's guys. The Italians don't want anything to do with this. There's too many black guys in that ring with one Italian. It's a Chaz Palminteri play. And then everyone in the crowd gets in the ring and starts fighting. At one point, there was only there were 70 people in the ring. And they wouldn't stop. It's just poured over. Because exhibition boxing is, of course. Have you ever heard of a fight being no. canceled for trash talking? No. I mean, ever. I, I, all it makes me want to know is what do they say? Yeah. Would that be the collection of the most expensive sunglasses in the world yes. in that ring? Well, the, when the TMT crew gets yeah. in there, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of pricey medallions and shades. And then the Italians roll in, Gucci's. They're rolling up. It's pretty amazing. So, yeah, the whole weekend was crazy. The whole no weekend. idea that was going on. Yeah. Well, there's no reason to know about that. It's absolutely pointless to watch John Gotti the third fight Floyd Mayweather at age 46. Just no reason. A little less violent than the Canadian Open. Which was amazing. And then the Tonys. You had your choice between John Gotti III and Floyd Mayweather and the Tonys. I wish I would have known. I, I, you know, I know we're not supposed to say so. I don't know how Broadway did it. I watched a few minutes of that Tonys. And I don't know how you take Broadway and make it gayer than ever, but you did it. That is the. It's the it is, end of Blazing Saddles. Live. If Blazing Saddles... The, yeah, the, push out your tush and do the, the French mistake. mistake. It's the most unbelievably like I, I wouldn't I don't I don't think I could go to a Broadway show based on what I saw last night because there's no possible way I could believe any of those guys are falling for the girl. Like they, every one of them that they Even showed. The, it, uh, it's just impossible. They're all I so saw, insanely uh, Camelot. Gay. I saw two things that just Camelot's gay? I don't the, know how you do the, that. The knight was singing. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was like, you see him at first. It's like that Heineken commercial where the father holds the guy hostage for marrying yeah. his daughter. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I went down to the Phoenix Theater production of Cinderella. And it was good enough. But there's one moment where one of the guys is interested in a girl. And the guy in front of me was a, uh, a vet of Afghanistan. I could tell because his hat was turned backwards and it said his, his uh, group and... Like where they were and stuff. And he looks apart. And uh, he kept leaning to his wife, whispering. <laughs> and you could tell she's hitting him like, stop it. They're doing great. And then at one point you just hear, oh, Cinderella, what I wouldn't give to be a part of your life. I'm like, okay. And the whole crowd's like, okay. Even the gay guy's like, all right. This is a casting mistake. But you don't have any choices. They twinked it up, huh? They Oh, you, it's all twinked. The poor girls are beautiful. It, it Not a was. guy on that stage wants them. Not a guy on that yeah. stage is interested in Cinderella for real. She's the most beautiful girl in all the village. I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, I have no interest in this. So it's I turned, and it lasts about 10 minutes. And I turned to, uh, I dove into your Natalia Grace. Oh, yeah. And it was the Tonys. That dad. <laughs> oh, the dad's so gay. Oh. <laughs> He's so gay. 
Yeah, there's no question. I'm, I'm they telling, never get into I'm that. I'm saying though. that to Ronnie the whole time. He's I'm like, yeah. And then episode five, the day of the court preparing for it, he pulls yeah. up in a Miata. Yeah. <laughs> he bought a Miata to man up a little bit. Said no one ever. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. It's yeah. There's a lot being hidden in that documentary. Man, it was a weird, it's a weird weekend. But that Tony's thing, I don't know how you did it. You took Broadway and you said not gay enough, and I don't know how you managed to make it gayer, but you did it. I watched two two different uh, productions, and one of them was an old lady pretending to be a kid singing to another kid, and I think they were supposed to be in like junior high together. Like that lady's in her fifties easily. And she's singing some song to some young man who's clearly a homosexual. <laughs> like every ounce of it. Just replace, do it like they had to do back in the olden days with Shakespeare. Women aren't allowed on the stage. Men just dressed up as women. You don't give them jobs anymore. Because then I'd believe that, the, you know, the love interest has, you know, some interest. No possible way. You're the greatest women I'll ever experience in my life. <laughs> like, all right, Marilyn Monroe, get off the stage there and bring in a man. It's just strange. And then they, uh, the one guy, and I was shocked because one old man, one British man came up there and he accepted his Tony. He goes, I won a Tony back in 1968. And in those 55 years, there's only one person who's ever, you know, believed I could do this again. And that is my partner. And I'm like, wow, he's been gay for a long time. And he said, uh, Rachel. I'm like, wow, a woman that's got to throw this whole crowd into a loop. There's no possible way that's a thing. Anyway. What a plot twist. <laughs> it was a huge <laughs> plot twist. I didn't expect it at all. I watched some Tonys last night, and they went right into the Arnold documentary. He's still on heroin. Yeah, yeah I was, I'm wildly, I'm weaning off the heroin. I am not going to be part of the heroin world. A couple more days of sleeping with it, because that stuff helps me sleep. But, yeah, the arm's better. John uh, Staley over here. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm going, I'm going to. <laughs> the weight loss is incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. You think Ozempic can knock weight off as a side effect This heroin. I tell you, it's dropping like crazy. I'm doing what other people aren't willing to try, which is do some heroin to try to drop a couple pounds. Uh, and let's get a wake-up song in honor of Torp maybe today. How about that? Something for Brady and his family. Uh, I think that's a beautiful thing, and you people will, I'm sure, deliver nicely. Nicely, I said. Uh, it's 616. <laughs> let's get it. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.